0: The quarterback room for the Indianapolis Colts looks a lot different now than it did just a few short months ago. But will there be an uptick in production from this quarterback group in 2023, specifically the edition of Anthony Richardson. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle Podcast presented by FanNation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here by my fellow writer and co-host here of the Horseshoe Huddle Podcast, Drake Wally. Drake, we're in the dead period of the NFL season. Mini camps all around the league are over players are no longer in the facilities everybody's been sent home for the summer until training camp begins so this is the perfect time to really dive into each position group and and give our expectations for the upcoming season but how you doing man how was your father's day weekend
1: it was really good it was very relaxing I know that um, I know that my father lives in Tennessee he had a nice relaxing weekend too and uh, happy belated father's day to all fathers out there Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, it's an interesting time, like you said, for creators, for people who write it all or even cover the team. It is just so, so slow and you don't want to hear any headlines outside of <laughs> progressions in training camp, blah, blah, blah. But it's a really good chance, like you said, to br- to really get into the, the meat and potatoes of these positions because uh, the Colts offense and defense is going to look a lot different.
0: It really is. And and most of the time, if you do hear headlines about your team at, at this time of the year, they're, <laughs> they're usually not good. They're usually yeah. not good ones. And so hopefully we don't hear really anything about the Colts or, or if we do hear anything it's it's nothing bad uh we already have people excited to talk about the Colts' quarterbacks in the chat we have our gib good evening to you good sir logan schmidt great to see you buddy uh it was it was and i wanted to say it was very fun joining uh logan and drake's twitter spaces on friday night had a fun conversation talked about three and a half hours just just talking ball so that was that was a lot of fun inside the shoe always great to have you here as well and then a longtime supporter marvin fox you're you're a legend so so let's let's keep that up everybody We really appreciate all the support. If you haven't done so already, we'd really appreciate a follow on all of our social medias. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook. Go ahead and follow at Colts on FN on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live and whenever Destin and Shot are going live. And If you like this episode that we're doing, go ahead and hit the like button on the episode as well. I I always fail to mention that, but those likes help us with the algorithm, allow us to reach more Colts fans. And If you can't catch us on youtube apple spotify google wherever you get your podcast we're on there as well so there's no excuse not to miss uh, an episode of the horseshoe huddle podcast so we're excited to to really dive into our positional preview so drake and i uh, over these summer months unless breaking news comes up we're gonna talk about each individual position of the 2023 Indianapolis Colts, really dive into the players, dive into our expectations, what are some of the biggest question marks surrounding that group, and, and, and what we what we really want to see out of this group as we head into 2023. And that'll take us all the way up to training camp, where I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about for us. So, as always, we have to start out with the most important position in football, The quarterback position and and Drake, this is the position that everybody's going to have their eyes on, not only throughout training camp, but the entire season, because Anthony Richardson is going to be the one that everyone is watching, watching his development, watching the type of plays he's making, uh, being in awe of his playmaking ability out there. So it, it really is all going to to really focus in on the quarterbacks. I I think that's really going to be the headline throughout the entire season and, and rightfully so considering that big name that the Colts took at number four overall.
1: Well, and it's also a brand new backup quarterback, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. an entirely new offense and, and and the guy who's coaching the quarterbacks is new. And then you're talking about a rookie quarterback. That's so raw and interesting that he's with an offense that really fits his strengths very well. Um, You put all that together and man, no wonder everybody's got their eyes on Anthony Richardson and it, in all fairness, it's been all about Anthony Richardson, you know, and that's, that's with great reason. Number four pick, you know, it was such a stressful time, even ballot for that moment in, um, uh, in that clip where you know they think that they just got leaped by a team that's going to take Richardson it turns out to be the Texans you could just tell all the stress and everything of course everybody's ready to watch this but I'm excited to really dive into each one of these guys because they each have uh, a lot of interesting things I think they're going to bring in different ways
0: right I would agree and, and chat uh what's that, tonight since we're going to talk about uh, our expectations the biggest question marks and what kind of impact that these guys are going to have on the Colts this season go ahead I want to see those comments in the chat and uh, if you guys want to super chat those we'll highlight those and talk about them live here on the show but but let's let's go ahead Drake and dive right in to Anthony Richardson we saw some good things in camp he, he really was impressing not only his coaches uh, but his teammates with his work ethic the type of plays that he can make and he seems like he is doing everything that is asked of him by this co- by this coaching staff and more trying to go above and beyond to be the best player and the best rookie that he can really be. So we we did have a a, a show or an episode about this where we talked went into a deep dive on our expectations for Anthony Richardson for his rookie year. But but let's just kind of review things. What what do you expect out of number five as we get into training camp and as we start the season, uh, but also as we go throughout throughout the year and and he gets more acclimated to to just being a rookie in the NFL.
1: Man, I'll I mean, I had a list here, but I'll I'll just briefly make the what you're going to probably it's it, it's the negatives and the positives. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. for for the negatives, you're going to see, you know, struggling with some throws. That's very easy to lean on, but it's true. You know, now the deep ball, as we've said, he's going to have that naturally. It's those over the middle throws, those lob throws that have to go over linebacker's head, like you mentioned in our last episode. You're going to see struggling with those. You're going to see probably some footwork. Uh, not be always on point. In fact, we saw a clip where he had a net probably five yards away from him, but his footwork getting out of the pocket was just a little off kilter and he overthrew the net. So it's like he's just got to shore that kind of stuff up. I think you might also see him, just because he's a rookie and he relies and he's so athletic, you might see him abandon passing a little too soon at times to favor a scramble when he should have maybe stayed in the pocket. Um, but for the positives, I, I expect to see. Holy, holy cow! Plays, you know. I expect to see moments where, oh, the coaching staff's like, well, he just he just got sacked uh, by by two. Oh, wait, no, and then he pops out of the, the the rubble. Literally, that those are the kind of things, the natural stuff he's never going to struggle with. That's what I expect to continue to show that deep arm, you know, that athletic ability. Um, but also, one more thing, I, I want to see him and Steichen continue to grow together because this whole marriage between coach and quarterback it's designed to work as a unit so i you know you want to see that kind of stuff you know level out early on
0: yeah and i i think i think what we're all can expect is just just to watch the process of this whole thing play out and i think it is going to be a process we're not going to see anthony richardson take the league by storm uh week one now if he does fantastic. That gives us a lot to write about. That gives Colts fans a lot to be excited about. And and honestly, this season could really take off if if that were the case. But but realistically here, I, I think it's going to be a process. I think we're going to see Bit, we're going to see very high highs. And I think we're going to see some very low lows. That's just life as a rookie quarterback in the NFL. I mean, even Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning saw the same very high highs. And there were some games where it was very low lows, where multiple interceptions, turnovers, just, just looked generally like a rookie in the NFL. We're going to see the same thing out of Anthony Richardson. I mean, you're going to see some balls that aren't going to be very accurate. You're going to see some bad decisions, but at the same time, you also want to watch him continue to grow from those mistakes. You want to see Anthony Richardson say he makes a bad read, and you don't want to see him make it numerous times, you just want to say, okay, he made that mistake. He's going to learn from it and he doesn't do it again. You want to see that progression throughout the year of him getting better at at the game of football. And what I mean by that is just, or really not even a game of football, but just better at playing the quarterback position and better, better dissecting defenses, making good reads, making good decisions with the football, uh, making good decisions as far as when to tuck the football and run or hang in the pocket, buy some extra time and deliver a throw to an open receiver down the field. So again. I think this is going to be at least it's going to be my keyword is patience. We're going to have to have patience with Anthony Richardson throughout the season because I mean, this kid is 21 years old and he only has just a handful of starts at the college level. So he is still extremely raw in in his his quarterbacking journey and it's going to take some time for him to really get to to try to realize that ceiling but I do believe that that the Colts have the coaching staff and the pieces around him to really make this make this successful. You talked about Shane Steichen, Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator, Cam Turner as the quarterback coach, and then relying on players like Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss in that, that high-powered running game. The Colts really have a very talented, stable of backs, and a quarterback's best friend is always a, a strong running game, so being able to rely on that, not happy to put all the the pressure on Anthony Richardson's back for this offense to succeed. I think those are going to be two two huge uh, staples to his development, And, and I think it's going to accelerate the development of Anthony Richardson, so that way towards the end of the season you're you're probably going to start seeing and and the Colts reap the rewards of their hard work with Anthony Richardson and Anthony Richardson's hard work in all of this where you're you're going to see those flashes and and kind of start to see okay this is the quarterback that the Colts are are going to have hopefully for the next 10 to 15 years if they can continue to build on this
1: yeah and this this goes back to why it's so exciting that the Colts hired Shane Steichen that was another thing that was incredibly stressful I mean that was a long 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 process and for them to come out with the guy who arguably can probably teach a quarterback better than anyone uh, at least as far as the available coaches uh, he's got one of the most exotic and explosive as he says offenses and it's proof there's proof that it's that it's that way Um, you mix all that with all these intangibles that Anthony Richardson's got naturally and then the hope that they mentally connect and then you kind of throw in that ground game that's literally just right there to help him um like you said everything could move a lot quicker than expected and as we saw in college there were moments where he made very veteran type decisions his instincts are very very on point you just got to try to hone him in since he's so young and inexperienced
0: and I want to highlight this comment by Quentin. Uh, he says, I'm a huge fan of his pocket yep. presence for how young he is. Should help him, especially in his first year. And I would agree there. He, he does have uh, innate pocket presence where he, he's he got that internal, that internal clock where he knows when to throw it, knows where the pressure is coming from, and he can quickly adapt to that. So so saying that, and we're talking about the expectations, obviously with, with how raw of a prospect Anthony Richardson is, there's plenty of question marks still around number five and and what he is going to be able to do this season so so drake uh, what what are a couple of the biggest questions uh that you have about anthony richardson going into the 2023 season
1: so we're, we're talking about once the season starts if he's like the day one guy yeah you, you just just or, or you could
0: just like really general questions about what he's going to do how he can uh, adapt to the nfl games things like okay. that
1: Yeah, uh, one of the questions is, how much is he going to be trusted to to throw the ball? Like, out of a set, like, let's say it's hypothetically, you know, in a game, for example, 60 plays, I think, is typically, you know, around an offensive snap count. How many of those are going to be throws? Especially early on, let's say he starts, you might be looking at one of the heaviest run offenses in the entire league, Mm -hmm. you know, with a lot of vertical shots and a lot of play action, a lot of deception with the ball um and something else is handle how is he going to handle that defensive pressure at an NFL level because he's again very inexperienced he's got all of the I mean his size is ridiculous I think I heard one analysis that he's basically Michael Parsons playing quarterback like he's just huge massive human being so he's going to shed a lot of tackles but I just want to know how is he mentally going to deal with some of that pressure and then how quickly again can he connect with that offense It's new. It's fresh in his mind. Um, I honestly think I have a hot take. He's so raw that he's going to adjust to it way quicker than people think. I I don't think he's got any bad. I mean, he's got bad habits because he's so young. But this guy really hasn't had enough time to absorb bad habits. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I think that's a that's something that I'm looking for is that I think he's going to pick it up way quicker than people are expecting
0: yeah it's your the way you're describing anthony richardson is basically just like a moldable ball of clay because because he's so raw it's not like you're trying to completely reinvent the wheel and overhaul everything you're you're just making slight tweaks here and there because he had in 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 reality, he hasn't necessarily played long enough to, to develop incredibly bad habits. you're yeah. not, this isn't 2021 where you're bringing in a Carson Wentz and you're trying to completely rework his mechanics and basically teach him again, how to play the quarterback position. Uh, and, and that's, that's a good point. And, and I think kind of going off of that, um, as far as like a big question of, how he can really connect with this offense and how quickly he can get it down. I think that's what makes OTAs and, and mini camp and training camp so crucial for this for this kid is being able to really grasp this offense as quickly as possible. So and, and Anthony Richardson even spoke to this last week he said, I, I want to make sure that I am prepared and I have all of my stuff down. I know what I need to do on each and every play. And I knew this offense like the back of my hand. So that way, when I do get put out there, my teammates aren't looking around saying, well, who's this guy? Why is this dude out here when he doesn't know what to do? So that, that's something that he has already started to work on. He said he's going to be in his playbook pretty much all summer. and And that just, again, speaks to the work ethic that this kid has. But really my biggest question mark is, is the speed, the speed of the NFL game going up against these NFL defenses. Yes. Anthony Richardson did play in the sec, but at the same time, the NFL is just a different beast. Everybody are in the NFL is pretty much one of the best would have been one of the best players in the sec. That's just how the talent is in the NFL. So going out there, going up against NFL defenses where the schemes uh, are are much more complex, the disguises are much more complex, and and being able to, to really adjust to that on the fly, being able to speed up that process and say, okay, I know what I'm looking at, and this is where I need to go with the football. All the while, keeping those relearned mechanics in mind, or not necessarily in mind, but just but, but making sure that he is still – falling back on those mechanics that he's trying to rework just a little bit to be more accurate with the football, that's that's the biggest thing for me. And and I think this is why there's the question of do you just throw him out there week one or do you wait until he is fully ready to go mentally before you do that or if he's ready to go in, in certain areas before you just throw him out there to the Wolves. And I think that's going to be the biggest question mark for the Colts coaching staff, because we know they want to get him out there on the field as quickly as possible. So he can learn the best way he can learn is for those live game reps, but you don't want to put him out there before he's ready and, and either hurt his confidence or, or, or really stunt the development of Anthony Richardson.
1: Yeah. And again, you don't want to, I think the biggest, one of my biggest worries is that he's going to go out there and, you know, he just three picks in the first game two picks in the second game, two picks in the third game. And he's still, for some crazy reason, just because he's too young, he's got seven interceptions and no touchdown pass or some. That's like a worst case scenario for me. So I, I understand where the weight is, but on the other end of the coin, when it comes to starting the guy or not, again, he hasn't developed any bad habits. I mean, he's so he's, I love how you said he's that multiple ball of clay. I think that if he has 100% grasp on this offense in Steichen's mind, you can expect Anthony Richardson's cleats out there under center day one. I really do believe that he will be out there starting if if they really feel like he's ready. They're not going to hold him back.
0: And stats, Matt, makes a good point here. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, He also didn't have a quarterback coach his whole college career. His only quarterback coach was outside of school, so it's just hammering him with the knowledge as fast as he can take it. And... And that goes back to our point that the Colts have really assembled a, a staff that's that's really good for his development. They've they've really tried to assemble a staff and a group together to to take Anthony Richardson's development not only at a pace that he can absorb, but really try to accelerate his his development and accelerate the ways that he has learned. Shane Steichen. One of the first things that I, I remember Shane Steichen saying in his introductory press conference is just talking about how everybody learns differently. He the, he wants to be able to find out how each individual player learns best and be able to apply that to that player. So this is that's was a whole part of this OTA process as well. Being able to figure out how Anthony Richardson learns and and really going after that in a way. So that way he can absorb as much information as possible. So with all of that, Drake, how, what do you see Anthony Richardson's impact being uh, it during his rookie season here? Do you think he starts early? Do you think he starts week one and how do you see his effect on this Colts offense?
1: Um, you know, I'll go ahead and start. I'll, when do I want him to start? I mean, everybody wants him to start week one, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but that's selfish and I will not be that way um realistically i think they give him a couple games i think they go and they go with Minshew, and i think you've been saying the magical week four i believe Mm -hmm. you've said against the titans that that is real. that's the most realistic in my opinion um now the offense is going to be far more diverse it's going to be unlike anything they've ever had andrew luck was an incredibly freakishly talented athletic you know, like bowling ball when he ran the ball and he was hyper, hyper intelligent, but even his ceiling is not as high as Richardson's and his athleticism isn't. So you're getting a completely different thing that no Colts fans ever seen their quarterback do. Um, His running ability to, to, to go with the Madden side of things. He's got the X factor. That is literally, he, he is incredibly dangerous the minute he's out there in his first snap, like the guy can outrun anybody. So um, and then the offense can can spread out a defense with his arm strength, they're going to start taking deep shots, they're going to start sucking uh, the defense in with run plays and deception in the backfield to hit them deep. And then I do think that other wide receivers could get bigger opportunities guys like Pierce, guys like Pittman, Jelani Woods, those big threats can finally make some big plays in, in an offense that has potential to really, really take the rafters off of places.
0: Yeah, I I like that, and and you're right. I have been saying that I think week four at the latest is when we'll see Anthony Richardson start. Uh, It would not surprise me if Gardner Minshew starts out the first month of the season, but we start to we see Anthony Richardson in specific packages, uh, whether it's red zone, whether it's to start a couple drives, uh, and then the Colts could increase his reps as the games go along as Mm -hmm. well. So we start to see like. Anthony Richardson play a quarter, then play a half, then maybe he comes in and and starts. But they're they're gonna they're gonna make sure, and and I really feel confident about this that they're gonna make sure he's ready to go mentally before they send him out there. They want to make sure he has a good grasp of the offense. They want to make sure he can do everything they're asking him to do and that he's going to be comfortable doing it. So whenever that time does come, and that could be week one, it could be week four, it could be later in the season. But whenever that time comes, that's when you're going to see Anthony Richardson's start for the Indianapolis Colts. But I agree with you there. This, this this is gonna be a, a huge emphasis on the run Andrew luck yes he was athletic but there wasn't a threat of Andrew luck taking off with the football in every single play like no. there is Anthony Richardson they are going to take some deep shots down the field because Anthony Richardson the the best ball or the best tool in his Arsenal right now when throwing the football is the deep ball so look for Alec Pierce look for the deep threats to really uh, really enjoy that engage in that and and could see an uptick in production but the biggest thing is this this offense is going to be fun again there's it's going to be an explosive offense whether it's on the ground whether it's through the air there's going to be explosive plays and the potential for explosive plays on on every single down and, and I think as Anthony Richardson gets more comfortable in the offense, gets more comfortable and, cr- and creates more chemistry, builds more chemistry with his teammates, and as he adjusts to the NFL game, you're going to see those happen on a more consistent basis as the season goes along. But I, I think Anthony Richardson is in, is in the best position to succeed in the NFL with the group that's around him with the Colts. Now it's just about putting the work in, which he seems to be doing, and then going out there and executing as the season goes along again this is all going to be about patience and a journey with Anthony Richardson not only this year but it could be a couple years but you just want to see that consistent improvement which I think with the staff around him and what how much he's put into this I think that's what we're going to see this season so let's move it along to Gardner Minshew and this uh Indianapolis Colts, the rest of the Indianapolis Colts quarterbacks. So uh Gardner Minshew very well could be the starter on on week one of the season when when Jacksonville comes to Lucas Oil Stadium. So so Drake, what are what are your expectations for Gardner Minshew, uh, who's followed Shane Steichen from the Philadelphia Eagles to Indianapolis this offseason, and who very well could be the early starter for the Colts.
1: So I, I've always been really intrigued by Gardner Minshew just because um, obviously when he got thrust into the starting role for Jack for Jacksonville, he was just so wild looking and just acted kind of like a fraternity guy, uh, just, just a, an incredibly good teammate. Um, but this is a guy who actually, I mean, he's got 44 touchdowns posed to like 15 interceptions, which you look at those numbers career-wise, that's not anything that's like flying off the page, but he's had Up until the Eagles, he had a really bad Jacksonville team. So this is actually a really, maybe even the most solid backup you can get right now. I mean, this is a high-level backup mixed with a high-level backup that knows and loves the system that he's in, knows his coach, and he knows exactly what his role is, and that is the biggest thing. He knows he's not a starter. He took a $3.5 million deal knowing full well that's not, you know, starting. That's not backup we're expecting you to start money. Okay, that's might have you start the first couple games and then sit you the rest of the way. So I think he's going to have that chance to start, but he's ultimately a backup. But I think the biggest thing, man, is his mentor role that he's already establishing with Anthony Richardson. That is going to help. That's going to help Richardson in spades develop a lot quicker mentally too.
0: And honestly, when, when Shane Steichen was hired to be the next head coach for the Colts, we immediately thought, you know, this is the perfect quarterback to go along with that. This yeah. is the perfect bridge veteran backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew. He knows the system. He's been with Shane Steichen already. He's a great locker room guy. You can't find a single person in the NFL that has one bad thing to say about Gardner Minshew because while they all the antics and and he is like a fun loving guy, he doesn't create distractions. He works his butt off. He's a complete professional and he and he does he goes out of his way to help his teammates. So bringing someone like that in here to this quarterback room to mold and and help mentor a rookie quarterback like Anthony Richardson, who already had a previous relationship with Gardner Minshew as they trained together down in Florida. And, And as we've seen, just in in the in the small clips that that we've gotten from from minicamp and otas these two have already become very very close they've they've really really developed a bond with one another and and that's not that's not anything for show that's the shows on the practice field that's going to stay together like that whether gardner's starting whether richardson is starting it doesn't matter who's going to be out there they're all going to try to help out one another appreciate the super sticker as always for my beautiful wife Danielle uh thank you so much uh for the super sticker um but yeah uh I I think I think the expectation out of Gardner Minshew is you're going to get a professional and and you're going to get a quarterback that if Anthony Richardson isn't ready to start week one or it is going to take a little bit you have a quarterback in there that can run your offense and can win you Games. I think Gardner Minshew is probably a better quarterback than any of the quarterbacks the Colts had on the roster last season, including Matt Ryan. So yeah. when you're when you're bringing in somebody that that can really stabilize that offense and go out there and and keep you competitive and, and possibly win you some games while Anthony Richardson is 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 working to to get to that point where he can start. That's what you want in a veteran bridge quarterback.
1: Yes. And again, this is a perfect fit. And the fact I think it goes a long way that he knows that he's there to mentor his not even his replacement. He's there to mentor the future of the Colts franchise. And, you know, like we've talked about, this is not to dig into quarterbacks. Some are so focused. They want to keep their starting roles or they want to compete for it. They're not like, hey, I don't I don't want to help this kid. I'm here for a job. I want to get as much money as I can. Guys like Ryan Tannehill didn't want to help Malik Willis. Guys like Ben Roethlisberger didn't want to help anyone. So it's just one of those things where it's so massive that he wants to help Anthony Richardson. And again, this is going to be really, really, really key when he goes out there and throws a second pick. He's going to need somebody to turn to that's going to look him right in the eyes and be like, hey, man, that was the wind or like just Mm -hmm. next play type of mentality. He's going to need that because he's not used to it at the NFL level yet. He's going to need Gardner Minshew.
0: Right. And, and moving along to, to some of the, que- like, what are our biggest question marks with Gardner Minshew? I think this is actually a really tough question because we kind of know what we're going to get with Gardner Minshew. Uh, in my opinion, the biggest question mark for me really is, is how long is he going to be in there? If he does start, I mean, is he going to be a, a month-long quarterback? half a season a full year like how 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 much are we going to see of Gardner Minshew in the regular season for the Indianapolis Colts because a lot of that is really I think just going to depend solely on where Anthony Richardson is in his development and the sooner that he can get Richardson can be ready to go the better but again Going back to this, if if, if Richardson isn't ready by week one, the Colts don't have to push it. They don't have to force things because they have Gardner Minshew, who Shane Steichen really likes and fully believes in can go out there and win them some games. But I think as far as what question marks we have, Gardner Minshew really is the 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 one that we had the least amount of questions about. What do you think, Drake?
1: I, I'm right there with you. You kind of know that you're going to get a a very gritty type of player who who can probably lift the offense higher than what it was at any point last year. Um, he takes care of the ball. He knows the offense. But again, at the end of the day, the biggest question is if he starts how long. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. Because if he's not out there on the first snap of week one, that question's answered already. So um, that's really the one for me. Is like if he's out there week one, how many games are you going to start him?
0: Right, and and what do you think his impact is going to be on the team? I, I think again, this one's a a pretty obvious question, uh, but I, I do think it needs to be reiterated because I, it's 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 something that really shouldn't shouldn't be just like glossed over. Uh, what his impact is going to be, not only on this team, but on those young guys in that quarterback room with him.
1: I'm gonna go the route of they needed somebody in the locker room at. An important position. I'm not saying that guys like Zaire Franklin and Rodney McLeod weren't important, but Gardner Minshew is a locker room guy. He's a locker room aficionado of sorts. This is a guy who wants to really lift up positive spirits. Like, and I think he's going to be huge, not just to Anthony Richardson, but to a lot of guys. If they have a bad play, he's going to be the guy that's going to hype him right back up, get him out of that mindset.
0: Yeah, and I, I'd agree. the The Colts didn't want to bring in a quarterback that that was going to cause friction in a lot in the locker room with another young uh, a, a young quarterback nipping at his heels. Gardner Minshew has been the backup quarterback to a Jalen Hurts before. He he's thrived in that role, being able to come yeah. in in a pinch when when Hurts was injured or being able to support Hurts as a young quarterback trying to find his way in the NFL. Minshew has done that, and and I think he's he's being asked to do that again well at the same not not I would say that's going to be what his what his initial role is because obviously he's still fighting for his job he wants to go out there and and start and win games just like just like everybody but at the same time, when inevitably Anthony Richardson does take over the quarterback position, it's not going to be a struggle. Minshew is going to take that backup role and then still fully support uh, Anthony Richardson as he continues to develop as a rookie quarterback. So again, the Colts, when they signed Gardner Minshew, they signed him saying, "You look, you, you could be our starter for the full season, or you could also be uh, our backup, our number two for the full season. And, and then Gardner Minshew is the type of player uh, that, that can go out there and win you some games, but he can also be a high-level backup as well. So I thought Gardner Minshew the Gardner Minshew signing by the Indianapolis Colts was one of the biggest and most important uh, of the entire offseason. And I, th- I think it's, that's going to show once we get to the regular season and here we get to the third quarterback on the list, Sam Ellinger. So Sam Ellinger went out and we saw his first action in uh, an NFL regular season last year. Didn't go, didn't go as we had, might've hoped Sam Ellinger had a couple rough outings, uh, but he still finds himself on the Colts roster heading into year three here, uh, donning the horseshoe. So what what are your um, expectations for Sam Ellinger uh, for the 2023 season if he even makes the roster? Because I think that's something that we should discuss as well.
1: Yeah, I, I had to turn up my light a little bit. It got darker in here way quicker than expected. <laughs> um, I expected. Um look, man, he's he's the he's more of the emergency guy. You know, he's more of the emergency quarterback. Uh again, he's also gonna kind of play a similar role to Gardner Minshew. He's a little bit less experienced. Well, actually, quite a bit less experienced than Gardner Minshew is. Um, but he's gonna help Richardson in, in a mentor role too. But he's also gonna help the team in that regard as well. But like you said, there's also the chance that they don't keep him. they don't mm. have to. So, you know, there's still an entire training camp left to determine that. But I think he's mostly the emergency quarterback. If he's out there, it's not been a good season at the position.
0: Right. And, and Stats Matt says he will be cut and used as the emergency third quarterback practice True. squad quarterback. I I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I don't think he, Sam Ellinger gets cut. I think he makes the final 53 man roster. The Colts have carried three quarterbacks for the past two seasons now. I think they do that again. Uh, and it's because I there's I don't know if Sam Ellinger would actually make it through waivers. And and the Colts would be able to sign him to the practice squad. I really don't. I think if Sam Ellinger was cut, there would be another team that yeah. would look to sign and 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 pick up Sam Ellinger, be, just for this fact that he has started games in the NFL. He's the he's a very smart quarterback too. The Colts have mentioned that numerous times since since Ellinger was drafted. Uh, this will be his third season. So back in twenty twenty one. That, that he is one of the smartest guys on the team. And and it's, it's just you're playing a, a very dicey game if you want to cut him and then try to stash him on the practice squad because they'll, the other teams could very easily snag him. So the, the way that the Colts speak about Sam Ellinger and – you're you don't anthony richardson's not at that level yet that you would say that colts only need to keep two quarterbacks i don't expect sam ellinger to be cut i really don't i expect him to make that final 53 man roster i expect the colts to keep three quarterbacks on that roster and yes while sam ellinger may be uh uh, deemed as the quote-unquote uh he's just like a bench warmer or he's going to be one of the inactives every single game. I still think he's got a spot on that 53 man roster because of that new rule and having the third emergency quarterback. You have to, he has to have a spot on that active roster and you can't just keep bringing him up from the practice squad. So I, I really don't see a way I, I fully expect the Colts to have three quarterbacks on the roster as we head into the season.
1: Yeah. And again, going back to the locker room thing, he's a really good he's got a fantastic mindset interview. I, I saw interviews with him. Very measured guys, like you said, very smart. And the Colts don't want to repeat of the locker room situation from last year. So that could also be a reason that they keep him is just because of his vibe. Him and Gardner Minshew, like I said, could be great for Anthony Richardson's development.
0: Right. And I think we can kind of combine these we these two questions into into one here. So what's your biggest question mark for Sam Ellinger? And then what do you see his impact being on the Colts in 2023?
1: My biggest question is, you know, was last year, well, not even that, but like was last year potentially enough for him to show his skills? He have only played in a few games. Um, I think that another question is, could he potentially somehow be good enough to be QB2? I think that's kind of like a real hardcore wild card. Um, but I, I think that really at the end of the day, he could be a wonderful, you know, QB three, if they decide to keep him, but also again, another mentor for Anthony Richardson, you can't have enough of them with Anthony Richardson.
0: Right. And, and I think, I think the biggest question mark for, for me is, is kind of along those same lines. Can he prove to the Colts this season that he, he can be trusted as being the, the, a backup to Anthony Richardson and being that quarterback too? Or are we going to not really see too much improvement? Because then I think when you're talking about a quarterback in year four and you're oh. still not seeing that improvement, then he's probably going to be on the chopping block as far as his his time with the Colts. Rich, is, Rich has got, uh, says that he thinks that they'll only keep two quarterbacks and that he thinks they'll keep a running back or a linebacker for special teams. Ooh. Rich, why not both? Why not both? The Colts did the same thing last year. They had three quarterbacks on the roster. They kept four uh, four running backs on the roster. Mm-hmm. Deion Jackson, as the fourth running back, could offer special teams. The Colts could keep six linebackers and, and take one away from from another group just because the Colts have a third quarterback doesn't mean they're not going to keep an extra running back or linebacker for special teams because they did that same exact thing last year. But, but, uh, my my impact or what I think his impact will be on the Colts this year, it's just going to be that third emergency quarterback. I don't think he's going to push for time. And like you said, Drake, if we see Sam Ellinger out there in twenty twenty three, something has gone very very Down the bad. <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, but to wrap up this episode, Drake, let's let's kind of try to predict what the depth chart is, what the quarterback depth chart is going to look like for the regular season. So I think we're all in agreement on on Sam Ellinger being the third emergency quarterback. But who's number one? Who's number two? Let's hear it.
1: I think that if we're talking about week one, again, realistic, Gardner Minshew's number one. Uh, I think right now, actually, even though they're splitting snaps, first-team snaps, uh, I think Gardner Minshew is currently your quarterback one. Um, Be patient, Colts fans, because I think right now Richardson is the quarterback two. Okay, so (laughs) if it's that way for the first couple games – there's a reason for it. So just, again, you got to be kind of like Andrew said, just you got to breathe because this is going to take a while. You got to be patient.
0: Yeah, and and I think we're looking at the depth chart, how it's going to be for most of the season, if not all of the 2023 season, it's going to be Anthony Richardson as QB1. Uh, he's he's Ooh. doing everything needed. He's going he's doing everything needed by the coaching staff. He's impressing the veterans. He just needs time. And and I think, like I said, if he has that mental aspect of the game and the offense down by the time we get to week one, Shane Steichen and, and, and the coaching staff of the Colts are going to feel confident enough to really to put him out there for him to start getting those live in game reps, start making the mistakes uh, and and thriving as well enjoying those highs that a rookie quarterback can do and then continue to build upon that. So I would agree. I've got Anthony Richardson one, Gardner Minshew two and Sam Ellinger at number 3. And it's I think I think we can confidently say though that the quarterback position is is fun again with the Indianapolis Colts and and after the 2022 season, I will certainly take that. But that's our show for this evening, guys. A lot of fun talking about these three quarterbacks and where everything stands. And and then this 2023 season, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to Rich, Stats Matt, Wyatt Law, uh Rich Reeler, uh, MDM uh, Miles, uh, Logan Schmidt inside the shoe quentin uh all of you guys were so much fun and then shout out to my wife for the super sticker uh (laughs) tonight thank you danny uh hopefully we get some more of those in the next episode uh when we talk about the running backs so we'll dive into that uh later this week but again if you haven't done so already please we really appreciate uh, a follow on all of our social media like horseshoe huddle on facebook Follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that bell. So, you know, whenever Drake and I are going live and like this episode, it, if you enjoyed it tonight, because again, that helps us, that helps us on the YouTube algorithm. And if you can't catch us live, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast, we're right there for you as well. So you can subscribe, rate, and give us a five-star review. We really do appreciate it. And, uh, it's going to be a fun summer continuing to talk. Colts football uh as we go along here. So so Drake, I know you've been again, Drake is still riding away. There's no football going on and Drake is still pushing out content on <laughs> horseshoehuddle.com. What are some stories it. what are some stories that uh, the people can go check out?
1: So uh I just did one um five biggest questions the Colts are facing approaching training camp. Uh, and then I did one where I analyze a piece that has the, uh, wide rec- the Colts wide receivers getting an incredibly low placing in positional ranks. And I argue why it's validated to, to, to feel that way and why there's a counter argument to it as well.
0: Definitely go check that one out. That one was a, that one's a fun one to read. And and guys, I've already been going heart and heavy on rookie files. Don't have one out yet, but the first one is projected to be out Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, I'm doing all my research, and I want to give you the best possible rookie files piece. And we're starting it out with none other than Anthony Richardson, and his story is absolutely fantastic. So you'll want to make sure you check out horseshoehuddle.com to read all those. You can follow Drake at Walster drake on twitter you can follow me at andrew moore nfl and we will be back thursday night to preview the running backs for the indianapolis colts jonathan taylor zach moss evan hall deon jackson we're gonna talk about them all as we get closer and closer to training camp for the colts this year so until thursday night enjoy your evening and have a good one